Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Kathy Kay, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Monday, October 16th, 2017, and we are reading from the big book. We are on page 158, the third paragraph. Today's readers are Lindsay B. on the 12 Steps, Melissa C.K. on the 12 Traditions, and reading the text are Becky K., Karen T., and Catherine M. The uh, share IDs for yesterday, the Sunday Special Edition, uh, 1016, is 10,551. And the share ID, oh, I'm sorry, that's that's the share ID for this morning, 7 a.m. 7 a.m. share ID, 10,551. And yesterday's share ID for the special edition at um, 8.30 a.m. is 10,549. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is the fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Lindsay B. to read the 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. Good morning, visioners. This is Lindsay B. from um, New Hampshire, grateful um, compulsive overeater. The 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you, my pass. Thank you, Lindsay B. I will now ask Melissa C.K. to read our 12 traditions. Good morning, Kathy. Can I be heard? Yes, you can. Thank you. Good morning. This is Melissa C.K., a grateful, recovering, compulsive overeater in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, our group purpose. For our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. 
free. The only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thanks for allowing me to do service. I pass. Thank you, Melissa C.K. Uh, how our meeting works. <clears throat> our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinent requirements for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinent requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. And then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today, as we are beginning our reading in the big book on page 158, the paragraph that begins that afternoon, he put his clothes on and so on. And this is finishing a story of our lawyer friend. And I will ask Becky Kay to read two paragraphs and to share on both. Thank you, Becky. Thank you, Kathy. Good morning, everyone. This is Becky Kay, Recovering Compulsive Overeater from Maryland. That afternoon, he put on his clothes and walked from the hospital a free man. He entered a political campaign, making speeches, frequenting men's gathering places of all sorts, often staying up all night. He lost the race by only a narrow margin, but he had found God, and in finding God, had found himself. That was June 1935. He never drank again. He, too, had become a respected and useful member of his community. He had helped other men recover and is a power in the church, from which he was long absent. So this is the continuing um, story about Dr. Um, Bob and Bill working together to create the fellowship. And, you know, as was mentioned, our primary purpose is to carry the message of recovery. And that re message is that we can recover from this compulsive, um, this compulsive disease. We are powerless and if that's our problem, then our solution is finding a power. And as, as shown here on page 158, he says, I found that I found God. He had found God. And in, and in such, he had found himself. So what happened was, for me, when I came to program, 
I didn't realize that I had a disease, but, but, but you all told me that I did. And then the only way I could recover is that if, I, if I'm powerless, I need to find a power. And in doing that, I had to listen to my fellows. You see, this is all about working together. This is a we program. In all of the steps, it doesn't say I am powerless. It says we are powerless. In all of the 12 steps, there's no I, there's we. And with Dr. Bob and Bill going to this fellow and then talking, and then you could see he turned around and he helped other men recover. And this was in Dr. This was actually, excuse me, Bill W. on page 14. He said, when I lay in the hospital, the thought came that there were thousands of hopeless alcoholics who might be glad to have what we have been given so freely. Perhaps I could help some of them. They, in turn, might work with others. And that's exactly what happened. They came to this fellow in the hospital. They helped him find the power that was needed to recover. And then he, in turn, started helping others. And so to me, this is sort of um, not only helping one, one, one person, but it's really creating the foundation for the, for the fellowship because this is a WE program and we together can find that power. And in my case, my higher power is God, as, as this lawyer was said, his higher power too. He had found God. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Becky Kay. Okay, who would like to share on these two paragraphs? Elaine B. Okay, Elaine B. I didn't hear the name right behind Elaine. Kathleen Bonnie M. Roz G. O. Roz B. Jeanette M. Jeanette M. Did you say? Bonnie M. Bonnie M. Jean, is there someone named Jean trying to get in? Jeanette G. Jeanette G. Thank you, Jeanette. Karen T. Karen T. Okay. Um, Let's stop with that group and we'll catch more later on. So I have Elaine B., Kathleen O., Roz, I think it's Roz G., Jeanette G., Bonnie M., and Karen T. Okay, please go ahead, Elaine. Thank you so much for your service, Kathy Kay. And um, Elaine B. recovered in Massachusetts. And so very grateful, not just for this little chip of a book in our hands, but for the impact that it's had on my life and and so many other people that I've grown to know and and love and care about. And it can change your life, too. Um, In the previous paragraph from, from Friday's reading, it says, the lawyer gave his life to the care and direction of his creator and said he was perfectly willing to do anything necessary. Well, you know, this guy like me, doing anything necessary meant picking up the steps and working them to the best of my ability, not just to get to this quote-unquote state of recovered, but for the rest of their lives. And so for me, um, you know, having found God, he, he had found himself. And as I came back to my creator and learned all the twists and turns, my natural instincts, my, my um, you know, what I was created to do and be got all distorted and out of shape and completely messed up. So I'm just so happy that there was an addiction that I couldn't solve for myself, that I needed divine intervention. And I found... Um, Actually, not for many years that I, too, was attending church. I didn't find a a program of recovery. I didn't find a design for living that really worked for me, that transformed my life um, so that I could do things like go into a political campaign, making speeches, frequently um, frequenting men's gatherings. You know, I bet there was alcohol at all those places, you know, and that he he didn't pick up his drink. He just kept doing what... um, doing this program of action. And even though we didn't win the election, he he continued on. And he has become a respected and useful member of his community. I always love how they talk about the desperation of um, of an addict when he's in his cups, 
so to speak, or or in his food. You know, I know I was completely desperate. And at one point when I was in relapse, I didn't even care. My husband's like, you've taken on a new lover. Why don't we just sort of separate and you can move downstairs and keep living with your food? And, boy, I'm so glad that I got to the place that I, I grabbed hold of this life preserver, which helped me grab hold of God, which helped me become more and more each day, one day at a time when I'm created to be and enjoy a life second to none. And, um, you know, that can happen for anybody and everybody. Thank God for this little chip of a book. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Elaine B. Um, Kathleen O., please go ahead. Thank you, Kathy Kay. This is Kathleen O., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Northern California. And, you know, Bill Dotson's story gives us hope. Here's a man that drank the way I used to eat. Um, you know, drank. I, I ate for food just ran my life. I ate for any reason. Something didn't go right, I ate. Something was good, I would eat. Um, I just didn't, I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. And and here Bill Dotson, you know, he he gets sober. He does these steps and and think he, he leaves and things don't go his way. And when things didn't go my way, I would eat. But after doing this these 12 steps and finding God, he didn't have to drink again, even though he lost a race. I mean, this is, gives so much hope because things aren't going to go our way all the time. They certainly don't go my way. But I no longer have to eat. And, you know, freedom, he walked out of the hospital a free man. Freedom, oh, to get freedom from the bondage of self, um, you know, page 83, we're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. And the first freedom for me was from, I had, I, I was free from food running my life. Um, and, and the second freedom I got was from fear, you know, and I had freedom to choose to grow spiritually. I had freedom to be genuine and sincere. I had freedom to live life on life's terms. And no matter what way things go, I have the freedom to choose to always go to my higher power, to stay out of the fear, to stay out of the food. You know, before I was, I was bound so tightly to my addiction. Every moment and every day I was tied to the food and how I was going to get it. And today food is no longer my master. My higher power is where I go when I have feelings of anything. Um, and it is such, it's such a wonderful um, experience. And, and this last part where he has helped other men recover, um, that's an important part of this too. That's, you know, to, be, to get recovered and help others recover is such a gift. And thank you, I pass. Thank you very much, Kathleen O. Ross G., please go ahead. Good morning, Kathy O., or uh, excuse me, good morning, moderator. I forgot your name. I think it's Kathy. My name is Roz G., and I'm a compulsive uh, overeater, recovered in Los Angeles County. And um, I'd like to focus uh, on the sentence that says, but he had found God, and in finding God, he found, uh, had found himself. Um, <clears throat> through, um, in my uh, more latter part of recovery, which includes joining uh, the Vision for You meeting, um, being, a, you know, being a, a part of it deeply, and um, uh, traveling to New Jersey from California to, to be a part of the fellowship uh, was a big, big change for me. And I, uh, in, you know, I got into a, a, a graduate program that has engulfed a lot, has taken over a lot of my life. And um, the titles in the program could really uh, stretch my ego and blow it up even more. But throughout the past year, I, I hit a crash um, when I had a painful moment with my daughter leaving last year. Uh, and what that, that, when that occurred, it, 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 it forced me to get down to the level of saying, okay, God, I'm finished. I'm finished with this way of life, with the eating and the ego, and and 
I found who I really am through letting go of the ego and um, my plans. So my plans today are so much God's plans. I want to say they're all, uh, but I think I'm working on that. But they're not mine anymore. They're God's plans. And everybody else in the program is really, you know, racing to finish. But, you know, I could not give every waking spare moment to the program, to my school program. I committed and I, and I found through this, you know, reading and sharing with this group and reading the big book that it's my responsibility to help others. So I took a service commitment in a meeting. I took sponsees on. Uh, I, tra- I wanted to travel to the, the fellowship, to the conference. I've, you know, attended the conference out here in Los Angeles, in the OA conference. I've taken time to reflect on the step work. I've taken time to be with my family. And that is causing me to, you know, having to lengthen my, lengthen my program out another semester. But it doesn't matter. What matters is, is that I am changing. I am, I'm continuing to have a spiritual experience. And I hear the timer. And my little plans are not as important as God's plans. And I believe God has my back. I'll have the title when he deems it appropriate. But my primary purpose is to be of service to God and to the fellows about me. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Raz G. Um, let's see. Jeanette G., please go ahead. Hi, I'm Jeanette G., a recovering um, compulsive overeater in California. And <clears throat> I hope you can hear me. Sorry. I can, Jeanette. Okay. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for being on the meeting. This book is just really, um, you know, saving my life. And um, I, too, want to focus on that line of he had found God, and in finding God, he had found himself. Um, That has really been the crux of my work um, recently. Um, You know, I say that I was born in, um, I came out of the womb believing in God, a religious God, but um, really it's been coming to this program that um, has helped me to really find that I'm not God, how to find myself, because um, for lots of reasons that I'm aware of now from working the steps, through working the steps and taking um, inventory and doing some specific inventories about certain things, um, I was able to really see that even though I said that I believed in a God, that that's not how I um, was doing life. I really had the um, the fact that um, I was not God was something that I had to surrender to. And that's been um, one of the biggest parts of my program as of the last couple of years. And, um, you know, the whole ego is edging God out. Um, I didn't realize that I did that when I thought that I needed to be everyone's solution. And, um, and that always would drive me back to the food because, um, you know, if I couldn't be the solution, then um, I had it to take myself out of the equation. And really, taking myself out of the equation is being surrendered. And this weekend, I was um, at a situation that I was super uncomfortable in um, with one of my adult children. And, um, and you know, being able to um, stay committed to a food plan and to reach out to people and say, I'm so uncomfortable, you know, but I still have um, the desire to stay aligned with God, to stay on God's plan and to not numb out because of the uncomfortable feelings. And look at Monday morning, I'm still alive. The world's still turning. I wasn't anyone's solution. I stayed in God's solution for me. And um, I super wanted to get on um, this morning to talk because I will be going on a road trip um, with my father starting Friday for several days to travel to um, a funeral. And I know that that is um, a recipe for emotional buildup. So one day at a time, I will be, um, you know, coming um, onto the meetings. I will be... um, 
staying close with my sponsor via I Love Technology that we can send text and emails and all kinds of things when it's awkward to have a conversation because you're sitting next to your dad in the car. But, um, you know, I'm grateful for this program, the healing it's brought, that I don't have to be my dad's solution and I can just um, stay in my program and um, continue to remember that I am Jeanette, not God. So thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Jeanette, um, for your share. Bonnie M., please go ahead. Hi, I'm Bonnie M., and I'm from um, Anthem, Arizona, outside of Phoenix. And I, too, wanted to focus on this last line, but he had found God, and in finding God, he found himself. Years and years ago, I, um, I took a workshop, and it was a vocal workshop, and... And I'm not a great singer, but you didn't have to be good. You just had to be willing, and um, and I was willing. And then they put, once we did the workshop, then you put on the performance for a group. And I never forget, and this was before I came in program, and when I was, it was up to my turn to go sing my song for the first time, and I was really shaking. But the guy that was standing there said to me, he said, now that you've got it, go give it away. And the point being was, again, just like in our 12-step program, the only thing I can give away are my experiences. And, and, you know, and my experience in this program has definitely been um, about strength and hope and, and, um, and how I've gone through so many things that I can give away because of being in this program and somewhere along the line what I learned was if I don't do that I'm back into my self-centeredness and my selfishness and that my generosity has to do with the degree that I give away what I've been given and it isn't about giving away and telling some and having somebody buy that they should do what I did Um, because I know a lot of times when somebody gives me they're, I mean, I know when they're telling me something and it's a should and it's not just that they're telling me for the information. And um, and I can feel it. And when I feel that, I know there's a part of me that wants to go, screw this, I'm not doing this. But so I, I'm doing my best and I still need work on this, that when I share my experience, that's exactly what I'm doing and that I am letting go of the outcome and not making it somebody else's should. And with that, I'm going to pass. Thank you very much, Bonnie. Um, Karen T., please go ahead. Hello, this is Karen. Can you hear me? I can. Thanks, Karen. Hi, y'all. I'm Karen, a compulsive overeater, recovered from New Orleans. Um. Just to be different, I'm going to concentrate on a different part of these paragraphs. Often staying up all night. He was a free man. And in order to enter this political campaign, he had to stay up all night. Now, I can stay abstinent whether I am getting eight hours of sleep or not. You know, um, there's a way be abstinent for all of that and I don't have to fear whatever I'm supposed to be doing. If we have a good reason for going anywhere on earth we can be abstinent and not be tempted by our alcohol, our compulsive trigger foods or our compulsive food behaviors. I have sponsored people who work their shift and you know you just work our food plan to accommodate that. So I don't have to be uh, in fear of entering a political campaign, making speeches, frequenting men's gathering places of all sorts, and staying up all night because I have a higher power that can help me with all that and this fellowship. Anytime I have something strange in my day, I can call a fellow and talk it out 
and um, figure out how either my food's going to go or how I'm going to take care of myself um, in the situation. If it's losing sleep, then how I'm going to make up that sleep. Um, My source now is from a higher power. My source is not from checking off that I got eight hours of sleep. Um, And so it's a shift. I don't have to make myself clear, but, you know, as long as we feel like we are uh, doing our higher powers well and being of service to others, we don't have to fear these things. Um, And I love that. And he lost the race. Um, by only a narrow margin. And that was not a reason to overeat either, or in his case, drink. You know, we can get through all sorts of emotions in this program and um, with the help of our higher power. Because it's not about me anymore. When I was trying to direct the show and things didn't go my way, then I would have a huge resentment. But now I have the serenity prayer and I can accept what I cannot change. So that's my timer. And thank you all so much. And I pass. Thank you, Karen T. Okay, let me take a few more names. Who else would like to share? Vanessa G. Charles H. Barry KB. Okay, one second. Vanessa G. Charles H. Sherry KB. That was Bonnie B? Johnny. Johnny B. Okay. Anyone else? Okay. Ashley. Oh, Ashley, what's your last initial? P. Okay, we'll go with those and see if we have any time left afterwards. Vanessa G., please go ahead. Hi, may I be heard? You can. Uh, Good morning, everyone. My name is Vanessa G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Scottsdale, Arizona. Thank you uh, for your service, moderator. Um, I just want to share that for me, when I hear the word hospital, I think in this program about my uh, bariatric surgery that I had. um, And when I walked out of the hospital after that surgery, I was just as insane as I was before I walked in because I had not found a solution from the big book. I did not have a connection with my non-religious higher power, which I call truth. And until I got that clearance by using the big book method for recovery, I never was able to get a hold of my sanity or my weight. But last year in October, right around this time, I got so desperate that I tried away and I was able to find recovery. And I'm so grateful. And anyone who feels like they are still giving up, please keep trying and use the big book method. It definitely worked for me. Thank you. I'll pass. Thank you, Vanessa G. Charles H., please go ahead. Thank you very much, KK. You know I love you, girl. <laughs> love you so much. Love your service. I love your loyalty um, to this, this program and this group. Charles H., a recovered compulsive overeater. He walked out of the hospital a free man. So I want to drill down on that. And, and, and some of our founders of this group always tell us that freedom ain't free. Um, ain't no get out of jail car here. <laughs> I have to realize that I turn into a pumpkin at twelve oh one every single day and throughout the day. Um, but when Bill D walked out of this hospital, a free man, he was separated from his alcohol, so to speak. Um, and um, he, his God was inside of him, like it tells us on page fifty five. A few references you can look that up on your your own time. But um, freedom ain't free, and the rent is due every single day. That's why, you know, people say, oh, man, you you work this program every single day? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I'm in jail spiritually every single day. You know, but today, just for today, dealing with these things, my sponsor, 
met my sponsor at a meeting Saturday. I haven't seen him for a while. He's like, you know, I need you. So we took a walk together after the meeting. It was a business meeting. People got crazy, but, you know, and it ran me around a little bit. But I'm free today from people's viewpoints and points of views. If it don't line up with the big book, I just, it, hey, you know, but that was what was killing me. You know, God couldn't work in my life because I didn't give him any access. And that second step was key to Bill D. Um, he was like, I, I surrender, man. I got I can't drive the car. I need God. God is the engine. God is everything. I need to surrender my thoughts, my feelings, everything. Because it says his direction. He said he turned over his life and direction. Like, God, you know, just, just, just guide me. And thank God, I want to close with this. Thank God for all the recovered people that shit every day on this line. Can you imagine um, if we didn't have all the recovered people on this line sharing the experience, strength, and hope, sharing how their life has been transformed as a chip of this book, application, precisely as a human being can do this book in their life. I mean, I don't know what, what will become of me. I'll probably be dead. My brother died when I came to Vision for You in Miami, and that's how I found it, going through an OA meeting down in Miami. And they told me, and I thank that lady for giving me this, this gang sign, 876-148-POUND. And with that, I pass. Thanks so much, Charles H. Thank you for all your service as well. Sherry KB, please go ahead. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, everybody. This is Sherry KB in Northern California. Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater, and thank you for your service, Kathy, and welcome everybody on the line. Um, so he walked out from the hospital a free man. Uh, that's the first thing that jumps out at me, um, because they say, you know, that, um, you know, freedom, getting free isn't free. Um, you know, I had to work the steps. I had to come in here. I had to put the food down. I had to get in this book and work the steps, all 12 steps. Um, and that includes, for me, uh, helping others. Um, it talks down here how he has helped other men recover. Um, and that's what it is. My freedom relies on me every day, depending on my higher power, working these steps and being of service to others. Um, and that way I can go into all sorts of places and still be abstinent and be free. And I think about, too, you know, it said how he... You know, he was also a respected and useful member of his community. Um, I, um, you know, I'm sure everybody's heard about the fires in California and um, um, had some personal tragedy happen with this fire. And so um, my brother-in-law is going to come live with us for a while. And, you know, that blows my mind because my, my reaction to all of it is so different than how I would have been in the past, um, amazingly. And I know it's my higher power all the way. My higher power is doing this for me, what I could never do for myself. And that's because of working these steps, I found my higher power. And because that, I found myself. And I'm so grateful. And it's really interesting with the holidays coming up, because it talks about here, just about going into absurd, excuse me, all sorts of places and everything. Well, the holidays are coming up. And, you know, every time that the holidays used to come up. I used to hold my breath from about middle October till after a week or two in January. And, you know, I'm free from that. I don't have to do that anymore. The holidays are just the holidays. It's going to be like another day for me as far as the food. Um, I can celebrate and um, go there and be of service during the holidays, and especially I'm going to be of, of service to my brother-in-law. And that is amazing to me because that, that is the freedom that I get today. But freedom isn't free. I have to work the steps every day, live in 10, 11, and 12, and totally rely on my higher power. On that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry, Katie. Um, Let's see. Johnny B. is next. Please share hey, with It's Shawnee. Thanks. Shawnee. I'm sorry, Shawnee. No Thanks. problem. Hi, this is Shawnee B., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Um, thank you, everyone, for being on the line, and thanks for your service. Um, you know, what comes to mind to me is just how how Bill D. went through these steps so quickly and how, you know, so many of, of our founding fathers in this program really went through these steps 
quickly, and it just goes to show me that this program is really not complicated. It's simple. It's really simple. And, you know, Bill, Bill D. had to go through these, um, these first two steps of really conclusion-based steps. Really, they, they all happen in the mind. This idea that I am powerless over the food and that no matter how much I try to control it, I just can't. And it's just too powerful. And I, I manage to fail every time by trying on my own power. And, um, and that my life just is a complete wreck because of the food and just because of the total unmanageability of the way that I'm living my life. And everything just seems overwhelming all the time. And, you know, from there I can go to this, um, the next conclusion that if, if a lack of power is my problem, then I need to find a power that can help me with, with this problem. And, you know, luckily I was able to find myself a higher power very easily and that's really all that steps one and two are. It's really conclusions of the mind. And, and then knowing that, I can come to step three and I can make a decision just like Bill D. did here and make a decision to give my life over to the care and direction of my creator. And, and it says he was perfectly willing to do anything necessary. And that's a, that's a big component. You know, it's a very simple matter, but it's, it's pretty big. I need to be willing to work this program as if my life depends upon it day in and day out. And I have to constantly ask myself the question, what are you willing to do for your recovery today, Shani? What are you willing to do? And, um, you know, God surprises me all the time and, and pushes me so that I can grow closer in my relationship to him in the things that I need to say that I'm willing to do. And, um, and it's through that that I can have a spiritual experience and I can feel like I'm a free man. And I also really love how it talks about frequenting places that would generally be difficult. And um, it's a miracle that today I, I can have neutrality from food and I can go anywhere and be around anybody in, in any social situation where in the past I would have to, I would have to decline social situations because I knew that I could not resist the temptations of the food around me. And today I can, I can walk this earth a free woman and I'm forever grateful. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you very much, Shani B. Ashley P., please go ahead. Hi, this is Ashley P., recovered in Northern California. Can I be heard? Yes, you can. Thanks. Um, and thank you so much for your service, and, and thank you for everyone that's been um, on the line today. Yeah, so I don't know that I have a ton more to say than what other people have said. There's been some amazing, amazing shares this morning. Um, I guess just similarly when I when I read these paragraphs, um, I'm aware that um, this is talking about the miracles of this program. And um, I know that I think part of my problem when I initially read the big book is that I, I read it and I, I, I read it that all, all these miracles were happening for other people, but I'm super special and they can't happen for me. And um, I'm just going to move to a little bit of a quieter area. Okay. Uh, and what what I'm aware is, is that um, that miracle that the miracles have happened for me, like um, they happened for Bill, who never drank again, and and I haven't had. Um, the need to eat since um, he became interested in his community and uh, and the world around him, um, and and I am finding that I, I care about my world um, and and my friends and my family um, in a in a much deeper way than I ever could before, and and uh, the greater world around me, the the environment and what people are going through um, around me were really um, um, the 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 Northern California fires are not that far north of me, and um, it's not something that I would have had room in my brain to care about before. I, I would have wanted to, and I probably would have done something just to say that I have done something, but um, to actually feel something for the people um, and 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 think about it beyond being able to tell other people that I'm thinking about it. I just didn't have space in my heart or my or my brain for that. Um, and then it, it talks about helping other men to recover. Um, and I'm finding that I'm, I'm sponsoring 
other women, myself in this program. Um, I'm really, really grateful because this Wednesday I'm going to um, be helping to lead a, a big book workshop that was um, instrumental in, in my recovery and, and if, um, foundational to my recovery. So to be able to give back is just a huge miracle. Um, and these miracle are these miracles are the promises. Um, they're the promises coming true. But I I certainly have no idea how to have any of these changes happen on my own, and they don't happen on my own. They they've happened because I work this program like my life depends on it because it does, um, and I work the steps. And if you don't know how to have these miracles happen, that's how they happen. They happen when you work the steps. Um, so thank you, and with that, I pass. Thank you, Ashley P. Um, we have time for one or two more shares. Would anybody like to share? Jody EQ. Jody EQ. Anyone else? Wendy M. Okay, that will be great. Okay, Jody EQ, please go ahead. Thank you, Kathy. Good morning, everybody. This is Jody EQ, gratefully recovered in California. So um, on the third day, he gave his life to the care and direction of his creator. That's the previous paragraph. So three days, that strikes me too, that the Bill and Bob spent three days working with this man. And on the third day, he put on his clothes and walked from the hospital a free man after having, it sounds like he had taken step three at least perhaps more. Um, and from that day on, he never had to take another drink. He had found God. He had found God. Um, it's kind of amazing to me that he went on to uh, enter a political campaign and run for office. Uh, that's probably not something I could do. You know, be so involved in my community. I find I have to strike a balance to maintain my recovery, uh, I have to give a fair amount of time to this work. And uh, I find that if, when I start to get too busy in other affairs, I get on rock, uh, shaky ground. But that was God's will for him, perhaps. And uh, who am I to know or say what any of my sponsees can or cannot do? But for myself, I'm not, I don't think I could run for office. <laughs> I really have to just, I don't know, who knows? You know, I just have to really stay uh, with this as my priority, my 12-step program. Um, and then where God leads, I follow. I try to follow. And he does lead me into other areas of, of uh, my community. And um, it's this constant uh, balancing act between program and life out there. And uh, I, I, I can pretty well tell when I'm getting too involved in other things. And um, it's like, yeah, I'm walking this, uh, this line and with always praying for knowledge of God's will and the power to carry it out. Um, but yeah, we never know where God's going to take us or any of our sponsees, and that's between us and our higher power. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Jody EQ. And Wendy M., you'll be our last share today. Thank you. If you can limit it to two minutes, that would be great. Wendy? Hi, sorry about that. Wendy M. Recovered in Colorado. Um, sorry, just working out. Thank you all for your shares. So what comes up for me is the freedom to lose. Wow. So I spent so much of my life doing nothing for fear I might lose. For fear I might lose. Talk about a master running my show. And uh, I love that it included he ran for office. 
you lost. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You know, this program gives me the freedom to lose. It gives me the freedom to get on a stage and sing, no matter how I sound. The freedom, the joy, the happiness it gives me to have the courage to get up on a stage. I can only do that, one, because I'm entirely abstinent, but two, that I'm working the program and the steps. And God is a cheerleader. God's like, yes, go. You know, and there were times on stage when I forgot my lines. There were times on stage when I didn't think I was, where I felt like I was kind of losing. Um, But the win was I got on that stage and I opened my mouth. And that's recovery. That's a miracle, you know, to take the risk, to show up in fear is a beautiful miracle and such a gift of the program. And if you're out there and you're in the food or you're suffering, please call us today. Just call one of us. Um, the miracles happen constantly. When I lean into God and take one key little action, I'm set. God shows up so beautifully all the time. With that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Wendy M. And now it is time to close the meeting. Um, We will close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Karen T., would you please read A Vision for You? Our book is... Hi, this is Karen T. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Thanks. Page, Page 164. Thank you for a wonderful meeting, moderating a wonderful meeting, Kathy Kay. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. You shall be with us in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.